Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships, starting with our Go membership that teaches rules-based trading and our Pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to LockInYourSuccess.com slash membership. Hello, everyone. My name is John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to The Winning Trade, but first, the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We are not broker-dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial. And please make sure you're aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also, please note that within the presentation, we're covering hypothetical computer simulated trades and results. They're believed to be as accurately represented as possible. Keep in mind, live results can vary from simulated results for many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke from Locke and Your Success LLC. And myself and my team of mentors are here to help you win the markets and in life as well. And also, before we get going, I'd like to please remind you to like and subscribe to our channel. It allows us to help you bring this fantastic content and educate you as traders free on the YouTube platform. So today, we're here to talk about some high-probability options trading strategies. Now, high-probability options trading strategies are strategies where we utilize options to make money from the passage of time rather than depending on or in addition to depending on price movement in order to make money. Now, this doesn't mean that we are going to make money all the time, but we can often be profitable whether the market goes up, down, or sideways, giving us a much higher probability of being profitable than if we were purely trying to make some sort of a directional bet on the market. The option strategy that I would love to share with you today is called the bearish butterfly. The bearish butterfly, uh, in its essence, is a non-subjective trading strategy that we trade on the Russell 2000 index. It's a strategy that takes advantage of a variety of market conditions, such as overextended uptrending markets, volatile and very volatile sideways markets, as well as volatile downtrending markets and smooth downtrending markets. As you may have found out recently, being simply being long in the market has not been the best choice over the last year or so. And one of the things you can do to create income while your regular long positions are not performing very well is a strategy called the bearish butterfly. It's been a very appropriate for the last year or so especially. But in general, we do well in pretty much all market conditions historically. The bearish butterfly is the probably the first market neutral strategy that I developed many years ago. And we've been trading this strategy since 2006. So we've been doing this a very long time and we've been very happy with, with the results over the entire time period. So the strategy, the bearish butterfly strategy itself requires a minimum of $5,000 per trade. The example size we're going to show you is what we call a $50,000 planned capital example. Now, when we talk about planned capital, we use planned capital for a couple of reasons. The planned capital is not generally how much money we actually have at risk in the marketplace, but it is a fair representation of the maximum amount of capital that we're going to allow into the position. And it's also a good way to determine whether the strategy is profitable over time. If you're constantly figuring percentages off of varying position sizes, 
a lot of times you can end up in a position where you actually lose dollars, but you're ahead from a percentage standpoint. By using a consistent size and a consistent planned capital number, we can get a much more representative view of that strategy's actual performance. So I love to use that number to make sure that we're making a fair representation of what's happening with our strategies. Now, the bearish butterfly has a high profit target of 30% of our planned capital, or in this position size is going to be $15,000. If the trade goes really well and hits that number early in the trade, we get out. If the trade's not going as well and we end up getting 21 days to expiration or closer, we're reducing our profit target to $5,000 and we're moving on. So uh, with this strategy, we also have an exit loss trigger or a point at which we're going to get out of the position, and that's if the position happens to draw down $15,000. So let's take a look at this fantastic strategy. Okay, so if this is your first experience with us and you have not seen this analytical software before, it's called Optionet Explorer. Uh, we've explained it plenty of times now in past Winning Trade episodes. Go on over to thewinningtrade.com, that's thewinningtrade.com, and check out the many episodes that we have. And in past episodes, we explain how this analytical software works and what it means. But for those of you who've been here before, you know what this analytical software is. And what we have here is we have an iron butterfly that we entered 56 days to expiration. And we're doing it with the short strikes, approximately 20 points under the money. So we can see the asset price is 1733. Approximately 20 points of that is 1710. And we're going to sell 1710 puts and 1710 calls. And we're going to buy the wings at 1760 and 1660. We would put this in, obviously, as one order. So if you're doing this type of trading, you want to be on a brokerage platform that allows you to make complex options position orders. Uh, it is possible to leg in. I generally wouldn't recommend that. Uh, but it, this is going to be our entry position. You can see on our analytical graph, we look like this. We're minus 21 delta in this case on entry, although that doesn't really matter. From here... What we do with this position is if the market comes down, we're going to roll this position back when we get to positive 20 delta on a position this size, and we're going to roll back to neutral delta. If the market goes up, we're going to use a control point, which is going to be our lowest short strikes, in this case 1710, and we're going to scale into the position up to three-thirds. So uh, what we're going to do is going to add in some of the position at 17.50. We're going to add in second third at 17.70 when the market hits 17.70. And then if the market goes to 17.80, we're going to start a rolling sequence that is going to keep us up with the marketplace. So optimal conditions for this strategy is when you put the trade on, even though it's negative delta, we'd actually like the market to go up. So we put the trade on at minus... At 20 points under the money. Our hope is that the market goes up probably 40 to 60 points or so, and then it settles back into the center of the position. So this takes advantage of the normal market cycles. Um, you know, if you happen to hit the bottom of the, if you happen to hit the top of the cycle, then it just goes down and generally makes money. If you happen to hit the bottom of the cycle, unless it's an extremely large up cycle 
typically what happens is you end up getting scaled in and then the market pulls back into the center of the range. So it takes advantage of a lot of different types of market conditions. Like I said, our optimal condition is we get scaled in three thirds, we maybe make one or two rolls and then we settle back into the position. Let's just look at the price chart just so we see what can happen in here. So this here, the date is March 24th, 2023. This is what our charting looks like. We're doing this particular example completely non-subjectively. We're not taking charting into consideration, and these are just following our normal non-subjective rules. Generally, I don't like to enter this at the major support level when we're likely to have a very big bounce, which is pretty much where we are here now. But again, we're doing it non-subjectively, so we're just going to uh, let that ride. So anyway, this is our entry position. Market's at 17.30. I'm just going to move ahead to our next adjustment here. So what happened is the market went up to over 1750. One of the things I like about this position is we do not look at this position during the day. We just have a singular checkpoint time and we go day to day. And uh, basically if you just look at the asset price at your checkpoint time and it doesn't require any sort of an adjustment based on the asset price, we don't do anything. So the, the good thing is you don't really even need a whole lot of analytical software most of the time, and it's very easy and simple to keep track of. But here we went all the way to the 27th, which is only about four days, and we had a good-sized market move. We're over 17.50 at my checkpoint time, so I'm going to add in, but we're under 17.70, so I'm going to add in my second third. I'm going to come in here and add in my 17.30s. And then our next adjustment happens on the 31st. So if you remember, we had a 1750 add point, we had a 1770 add point, and then we had a 1780 roll point and a 1790 roll point. So like I said, all these points are just based off of a reference point, which is our lowest short strikes. So basically what this move is going to mean is that we're going to have to add in a 1750 and then we're going to have to roll our 1730s and 1710s to 1770 and 1790. Now that may sound complicated, but it's not as complicated as it sounds. All we do is we just close this position out. So we take this, we sell our uh, butterfly Butterflies at 17.10 and 17.30, and we enter the new position that we're going to be go into. And our new position we're going into is going to be short strikes of 17.50, 17.70, 70, 70, 90, all 50-point uh, wing iron butterflies. So we're going to have to close this out and add that position in, and this is what this looks like at this point. So we're drawn down about $1,880, but I mean, keep in mind that we had we entered right at the bottom here, and we had a, an explosive up move. So this is fairly normal. Our hope here is that from here, the market kind of settles out and comes back into range, and then that's where we make our money. And the great thing about this position is it can be up $15,000 when things go well extremely quickly. So let's move to the next adjustment. So we go three more days and the market continues to climb and we hit a roll point of 1801. So let's just look at the day before. 
day before we were 1895, uh, 1795, that's when we made all of our adjustments here. And we go one more trading day, and you'll see we're at 1805. Let me ignore the adjustments here. You'll see that we're over our 1800 roll point. So we're going to take the 1750, we're going to sell that iron butterfly, and we're going to roll that up or rebuy one at 1810. And you can see that here. At this point, we start to run into what we call maximum roll scenario. One of the things that we do not want to happen with this position, especially since it's a bearish butterfly, is we don't want to get too far on top of the position or get the position too deep into the tent by adjusting up. Therefore, the uh, further any further adjustments here are going to be delayed to 18 till we hit 1850 in the Russell. So we'll see what happens with that. So let's just go the next day we end up getting a pullback, which is pretty much what we want. We didn't want that many rolls to the upside, but sometimes it happens. We end up getting a bit of a pullback. Now we're up 13.39. We pull back more. You can kind of see how this matures when we sit here. We're getting another bounce. Okay, you can see we had this big pullback and we're bouncing back and forth. Now, if things go well and we do in this range, again, we gain money fairly quickly here. You see the asset price has not gone over 18.15, which is going to be our next roll point. So we do nothing, we do nothing, we do nothing. And now we're up, what, about $8,900? And the position is looking pretty good. We're 21, 29 days to expiration. Let's just hit this a few more days. Here we are. We're up 11,090. And we're basically at the edge of the tent, and we're starting to get a little bit positive delta. Any down move at this point is any significant down move is going to start scaling us out of this position to the downside. So... We get to positive 20 delta here, which we're pretty close now, assuming we're outside the tent area. So we have to be actually below. We call this outside the tent area. We're looking down here. So we call that below about 1740. Uh, and over 20 delta, we're going to start scaling out. So here is um, what we have here. You can see that we came outside of this range here. We're more than positive 20 delta. So the way we're going to handle that when we're fully scaled in is we're going to start de-risking the position down. And this makes it very good if the market decides to collapse at this point that we hold our profits pretty well. It does have the drawback. If we kind of grind back up into here, then we're going to make less money. But um, what we want to do here is we want to pull off the 17, the 1810 and the 1790 butterflies. That puts us in a position where we are in a single butterfly and we're relatively neutral delta. From here, if we go back up, if we kind of explode back up, we scale back in. If we go down, we're going to do a rollback process. So if you go to Thursday, we end up getting a bounce. We're up $12,034. And then on Friday... What happens is we hit our 21-day to expiration time frame. When that happens, 
we reduce our profit target. So going along here, we had a $15,000 profit target. We didn't quite get there yet. We're at like 1234, but we get 21 days to expiration. We say, well, things didn't really go as well as we wanted them to. So we're just going to exit if we're over $5,000 profit. So if we go to the 28th here, we ended up getting a bit of an up move and our profit and loss is 12,484. Our profit target is 5,000. So what we're going to do is we're going to exit this position and we're going to close it for the cycle. When we do that, after commissions, we're going to be left with $12,449. And that's going to give us a profit of about 25% on our planned capital. But the wonderful thing is here, if you go back and you look at the position, the maximum amount of capital that we actually had in the position was only $23,210. And if you figure the return on actual risk capital, that gives us a return of a whopping 54% in only 35 days. A fantastic, fantastic return for this episode's winning trade, the bearish butterfly. If you like this example of the winning trade, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please like our videos and please make sure to comment. We love to hear from you. And also, if you can see the many benefits of this type of trading, please come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and discover how you too can follow along with this and many other fantastic market neutral income strategies as they unfold real time during our weekly options trading for income webinars that we hold every Monday within our Go membership. Also, come on over to thewinningtrade.com. That's thewinningtrade.com, where you can learn about upcoming winning trade presentations, review past winning trade presentations, and perhaps best of all, where you can learn to skyrocket your trading results, regardless of the type of trading you do, with our free trading performance podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or anything else you'd like to see on the next winning trade, please make sure you comment, and I will answer your questions for you personally. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next winning trade. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see on the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com. And check out our Trading Performance and Pro Memberships, where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader, regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast. Thank you.